Yeah. Show me that song. Oh. 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 <laughs> well, we're not sponsored yet, so I can show it right now. All right. <laughs> Like, this can be the one podcast we don't get monetized for. It's fine. That's real. Yeah. Talking about David Bowie extensively today, <laughs> but not on this podcast. <laughs> you can see. Yeah. Was what you wanted to use was the intro? <laughs> That'd be a good intro. But loop it. Yeah. So it's just that part. So you wouldn't get in trouble. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's another one. What is it called? Uh, I have it on my phone. I don't know why I'm looking at <laughs> it. So this is uh, <laughs> this is a safe place where we talk about music and whatnot um, from a non-biased standpoint. Just you girls. <laughs> just two girls. Just girly things. Um, sunsets. Dave oh. Bowie. Mm-hmm. Like that. Or... Uh, <laughs> sorry, put up with me for two seconds. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I guess. Oh, okay. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah. What are y'all into? You know what this? <laughs> I don't think we can. Can we? I don't know. We're gonna look into it. Yeah, we'll find out. Either way. Yeah. We got a chill. We got a chill intro. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, we spent the last two hours, I feel like two hours, because it's five now. <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah. Um, <laughs> looking at pictures of David Bowie, <laughs> and then the record came. Of, um, you want to talk about the record you got? Yeah, so, um, what just came in the mail is a, it's his Mercury demos, and it has, like, Space Oddity, because it's his first, like, Mm -hmm. super number one song, and then things like Janine and Occasional Dream. That's Um, cool. The the appearance of the record is really cool, too. It has, like, a red border, Mm -hmm. and then it's handwritten, the song titles, and then just in bold on the front in black, it says Bowie. Yeah, it's uh, it's supposed to simulate, like, if you were receiving demos from back then. That's awesome. And it's like the audio tape, like that that tape, like actual tape. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. The master? (laughs) Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And so before that was delivered, we were um, arguing for the last half an hour about if David Bowie was a, like, Pokemon trainer, who his Pokemon would be, his Pokemon choice, Sam said... It's Mr. Mime. And I'm not okay There's with no that. no question about it. It is, but He's I'm, androgynous as fuck. But and he's mimey, and he's goofy. Uh, <laughs> does he talk? Or is he just, like, just... mime? <laughs> I mean, I guess he talks, like, Pokemon... Uh, or they just say their name over and over. So he says Mr. Mime. But in the movie, like... <laughs> he says Mr. Mime? No, he said he mimes. Like, not he mimes. <laughs> <laughs> he, like, does everything in sign language, basically. Oh. Or, like, mimes it out. Mime language? Yeah, his mime language. Okay. I don't know if it's because he looks more like a man than a Pokemon that makes me, like, really uncomfortable. <laughs> they would have matching outfits. <laughs> I don't think they really... I could be wrong. I don't think they really did that after the first generation either. 
Like, make things look like people. Because I think that's why he's just, like, this weird thing. Yeah. Because they had that, and then they have, like, Jinx. And then they oh, have yeah, yeah. Hitmonlee and Hitmonchan. Which are basically just, like, they look like people. <laughs> Especially Hitmonchan. Uh. Well, this isn't a Pokemon podcast. Yeah, yeah. Podcast. Sorry, Jesus. Or a David Bowie <laughs> podcast, but you know, if you've met David Bowie, you have to tell us. <laughs> that means it's for masses at gmail.com. Um, so, what, what's up, man? Like, uh, <laughs> I, so I just have my so, Baja Blast, my dumbest shoes, you know, um, it's from Taco Bell, Taco Bell Original, has 178 calories per can, <laughs> and I've been spending a lot of my free time on YouTube. <laughs> Me too. Um, shout out to Jenna Marbles for gluing mirrors to her face to be a disco ball. To be the light of our life. <laughs> <laughs> Ever since shaving my eyebrows off, I gotta say that's one of the best decisions I've made as a 24-year-old year old woman. <laughs> woman. 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 <laughs> I get to do whatever I want with my eyebrows. Yeah. So I kind of want to just go to the craft store and just buy a bunch of stickers and put them on my face. Yeah. That has nothing to do with music. Um. <laughs> if you could do a song lyric glued to your face, what would it be? So this is permanence? If, I mean, yeah, you know what? Yeah, if it was permanent, what would you have? No, that's the lyric. <laughs> Oh. So this is permanence. Oh, okay. <laughs> because that's what I said. No, it's not. I'm like, because it's Jordan. It's Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> um, if I had it, that'd be fun. Because, like, I could print them out and just, like, fucking glue yeah. them on. Oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> um, no, I, come back to me. What would you glue on your face? <laughs> um, there's a lyric. Sorry, it's a David Bowie lyric. It's like one on you. <laughs> I need to look it up really quick. Um, so it's a lyric from, it's called, the song's called Signet Committee, and if any of you know about what that song What's is, it and where it's Signet Committee, so C-Y-G-N-E-T, and then Committee. Okay. Um... It's that whole album that song is on is just about existentialism, essentially. <laughs> you want it all on your face for everyone to see. <laughs> yeah, I want to. Um, I want everybody to know. <laughs> I want everyone to know that I'm having a hard time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Oh, it, um, I don't know. Just because I think is this is such a powerful point in the song mm-hmm. um so beforehand it says and i closed my eyes and tightened up my brain for i once read a book in which the lovers were slain for they knew not the words of the free states refrain it said and then like this is what i would have on my face <laughs> i know right like uh, it's really deep but we're yeah. like, what would you put on your eyes yeah. <laughs> it's more like what would you allow to be a representation of you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it says, I believe in the power of good. I, be- I believe in the state of love. I will fight for the right to be right. I will kill for the good of the fight for the right to be right. Damn. Yeah. I dig it. Yeah. Um, it's right on my eyebrows. <laughs> Seven point font. Helvetica. <laughs> Helvetica, yes. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go the 
definite um, angsty route. Uh huh. Let me make sure that I get the right lyrics before I scream it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Big time hard line, bad luck, fist fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Nine Inch Nails wish. Because how angry can you get if you're gonna go out there and put fucking anything on your eyebrows? I want you to know that I don't fucking care about having real eyebrows. And fuck you for judging me. Because I'm judging me. It's just like, it's just funny because it's like, I love the juxtaposition of just like, it just being. So out there, and I'm over here just like, hey, what's up, you guys? Like, yeah. I got colorful hair, and I'm out having a good day. <laughs> but my eyebrows say fist fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so would it say fist and then fuck? Like, one for each other? Um, it would be if it was, like, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Or it would be you think you're having all the fun, you know me, I hate everyone. The uh-huh. same song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Like, um, big time hardline, bad luck, fist bug. Oh, hell yeah. That's, yeah. yeah. No, I kind of want to do it. Because yeah. I have a labeler. <laughs> or just bad luck. Yeah. Bad luck. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there's that. I wonder, yeah, so what, what would you put on your face? <laughs> Let us know. <laughs> Let us know. Let us know. Um, email us what you would put as your eyebrows. <laughs> um... <coughs> Yo, if you guys actually do that, we'll read them. Like, yeah, like we'll read them on. Please email us. Yeah, <laughs> I would love to know. Yeah, <laughs> like the only thing I've written, like I've written on my eyebrows, is hell yeah, in tribute to Jenna Marbles. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and it felt great. <laughs> so, give yourself some time and like play dress up. <laughs> yeah. Um, is there anything you've been listening to lately? Um, just like random music there's a song that i recently got into mm-hmm. it's one of the songs from la la land mm-hmm. it's called um i actually saw that so oh yeah oh okay so you probably know which one i'm gonna say it's yeah <laughs> uh, so the song is called another day of sun <laughs> and it's just such a good like i'm gonna get up and like do things with my day like type of You're thing so positive. like it's, it's so like <laughs> it's just it's like the good kind of like yeah, like yeah, really, I like, should do that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a song I've been like obsessed with. I got oh, <laughs> out of context. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> um, oh, that's my brother. Hello. Um. I. Another song I've been obsessed with just because it's on a meme and then I forgot it was a Nicki Minaj song. (laughs) (laughs) It's called Roman Holiday. Um, And if you guys Um, know what part I'm talking about, you'll know. I don't. I imagine I will. Yeah, when you listen to it, you're like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'm thinking about all the songs that I can only find one song of that artist that I liked. Uh Uh-huh. Um... I think I've already talked about this on the fucking podcast, though. <laughs> of, like, the song I'm thinking of. Um, it's by Suzanne Sunfer, White Foxes. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was solid. It was on... Uh, it was in the movie, um, I think, Oblivion with, like, Tom Cruise or something. Oh, okay. I've only seen it once, and it wasn't that impressional, but I think it was more so, like, the era of my life that I saw it. Yeah. But I remember, like, it was M83 that also did um, 
the soundtrack for that film. Mm-hmm. And um, so it was M83 and Suzanne Slenford did yeah. this song. And I just love her voice. <laughs> uh-huh. I think it's what really draws me to it. It's just like the confidence she puts in every note. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like her lyrics as well. So mm-hmm. I've been thinking about that song a lot and how I can't get into the rest of her music for some reason. Yeah. So I might give it another shot because sometimes yeah. it's just like I place mean, and it, time. It happens. Mm-hmm. I definitely have a bunch of artists on my phone where like that's the only song I like. Mm-hmm. And like the rest of it is just like. It's just not the same feeling, yeah. I guess. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. I kind of feel that way about Coven, but, like, that's a different story. Cause, yeah. Because, like, Witchcraft Destroys Minds and Reap Souls is, like, its very own tone. Like, yeah. they completely switched to basically, like, a weird Fleetwood Mac kind yeah. of sound after. Mm-hmm. Which isn't bad, but it wasn't, like, that iconic sound that got me into them. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because there's nothing like good old Black Sabbath. That song is amazing. Oh, Yeah. Do a whole fucking episode on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, back on that dumb bitch juice with Billie Eilish, just because, like, I've been hearing a lot of shit about her and, uh, where people are not respecting her boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, like, touching yeah. her and grabbing her, which is really fucked up That's for fucked anyone. Up. And, like, she's, she's fucking 17 just trying to live her life. Like, she just wants to perform for everyone and, like, create music and like these people feel like since she's so famous that mm-hmm. she's not seen as a person anymore and so yeah. they can touch her as kind of like the saint relic kind of thing it's like if i touch her maybe like you know no, then i yeah. can say this or you know i could i'm just like relating it back to like yeah. that kind of like there's someone higher than you if you touch them you gain their power yeah <laughs> yeah um just it's really unfair to her, and I, like, really feel for her. Yeah. That really, that really sucks. Mm-hmm. And to be that young and experienced, like... Yes. Shit like that. Yeah, it was like we were discussing, like, I really hope she takes a break from music mm-hmm. for a while, just to, like, do what she needs yeah. to do be as a, a person. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, but her style's dope. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, like, I love her style, and I hope she does it for her, not the fact that she wants to hide like, her femininity, uh-huh. um, because she has that fear of, like, yeah. being sexualized, uh-huh. so, <laughs> yeah, they're my night thoughts, yeah. <laughs> like, Billy, shower thoughts, William, <laughs> Willie Eilish, <laughs> um, wasn't there some stuff with Miley Cyrus we're gonna talk about? Oh, yeah, um, so... Hold on, let me let me pull it up so I'm not like stating incorrect things. <laughs> she seems to be like on a roll, um kind of parody spoofing things. Not spoofing, but like covering people it looks like she just posted a picture of herself like mm-hmm. looking like Britney Spears from yeah. when she was in like that red latex body mm-hmm. suit back in the day. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would. <laughs> if I had the money, I would I would definitely take on these roles as, if I could. Uh-huh. Um, she just released a music video that was questionable, <coughs> I guess. Oh, um, okay. That's what I was talking about. Because I've seen a lot about it. Because I follow a lot of, like, um, makeup artists who mm-hmm. um, here and there have, like, big, like, gigs like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have to look it up, so you might have to, like, cut out a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can talk about the cake thing while you're looking it up. Yes, please. Okay, so... Um, 
the cake thing I was like I mentioned earlier is that um, she posted a picture of herself licking a cake that said um, abortion is healthcare. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and that was really great until someone called her out because she essentially stole that cake design. Um, mm. which, like, how it looks and everything. Because I think, um, I guess someone did research on, like, that cake it falls under, um, creative whatever. Do you know who did the cake? Yeah, it's, it's a lady, she goes by, um, I guess the username or alias the sweet, the sweet feminist. Okay. And so she called her out and was like, hey, you know, like, you can use this design, it would just been cool to, like get credit right exactly and it was such a like shitty back and forth because like because like auto- you're an artist girl I like, know, it's <laughs> like automatically your response should have been you're right i'm sorry like and maybe take down the photo uh, but instead like she kept up the photo and just was like check out this person and this, yeah and it's like why didn't you do that in the first place exactly you know like, it would have looked better for everyone like, yeah everyone would have gotten the recognition they needed exactly and... so that that was like that was the thing i was talking about um so yeah guys don't don't steal art don't be that way yeah please don't <laughs> <laughs> well apparently like this ashley o character i don't know anything about black mirror but apparently that's a character in black mirror mm-hmm. so like that's where that image comes of her oh, like the purple hair okay um, oh, because she was in Black Mirror mm-hmm. this past season. So she released a song called Mother's Daughter. Uh-huh. Do you want to watch it real quick? Yeah. Right, we're going to pause. <laughs> pause, baby. Okay, yeah, that's a good idea. I was going to okay. do that too, but I'm glad you're doing it. All right. Yeah, okay. Hi. Uh, <laughs> so here's what happened. <laughs> this um, is this is us in the future. We did, <laughs> we did a whole... We did a whole ass episode. A whole ass episode. We thought it was real good. Is it going? Yeah, it's going. Oh, okay. Um, as soon as we uh, concluded it, it lost... So there, yeah, there's a glitch. There's a glitch in GarageBand where sometimes if you record something and then stop it, um, like to just to pause or whatever, it deletes it. Yeah. So we lost a whole <laughs> another thirty minutes of this. So we're gonna give you a really quick speed round. Yes, yeah, quite condensed version. Uh-huh. Luckily, I have my list of things we talked about. Yeah. So, all right, here we go. So. Uh, we talked about Miley Cyrus. It's last yeah. thing left off. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't think it's, like, it's that offensive. I it's think not it's the first time. Yeah, it's good. Y'all, it's good. It's yeah. fine. Um, it's just people expressing people themselves. Suck. There's nothing wrong with yeah. it. Um, I, for some reason, mentioned Chelsea Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was that. I don't really know, like... We reviewed the albums... Review the album. So for the album that you gave me, what was it? Lodger. No. Yeah. No, we didn't talk about the last one to review. Oh, the one. Oh. Uh. La, 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 la. So <laughs> yours was Angel Olsen. Uh huh. It was good. I almost cried at work. It, yeah, it's a lot. Ten out of ten. It's sad. It's not her first album like we thought when we recorded this. That's now not a non-recorded. Oh, uh, yours was uh. It was by Girls Names. Girls Names. Skin, skin. Skins on Silence. Yes. 
Alright, so um, so I mentioned Angel Olsen has uh, her debut album, The Strange Cacti, because we thought this was her first album, because mm-hmm. Long Way Home, right? Yeah. And it's amazing, okay, y'all? Okay. I only know about phases, but at the time I did, and then I got into that, and then, like, I th- there was a long time where <laughs> I would just um, play that shit on repeat. So I'm glad you liked it. Yeah, and good. I feel like it's a good sign that you had to turn it off at work because you had to sit down and contemplate yeah. things. <laughs> and then you recommended me uh, Skins on Silence by Girls Names. Um, uh-huh. I thought they were bad. They decided that they didn't want to um, be banned for long, right? Just yeah, they broke up like this year. Yeah, because like the person who made that um, the band, which is like our age, around like yeah. my age, <laughs> um, yeah, wasn't expecting it to go long and. He's very dramatic about things, which I thought was really funny, because I definitely get it. <laughs> yeah. Um, I did really like it. Um, it had, like, a different feel to it. I'll definitely listen to it again. Mm-hmm. Sorry, y'all, we're not going too in-depth with it. Yeah. You still have to make your own... Um, you also have to listen to the playlist. Exactly. When we yeah. release it. Um, yeah. So, yeah, so recommendations. I'm going to recommend you Soft Parade by The Doors. Yes. So super fantastic you get a lot on like Jim Morrison's uh-huh. poetry and how they just kind of allow him to do his thing yeah um I love Jim Morrison he's yeah. crazy it's great um and then you and then I recommended you Lodger by David Bowie perfect uh, which is the perfect travel companion for any road type trip you're taking okay cool cause he was traveling when he was writing oh. or he traveled and then like he talked a lot about it and like you can see where he pulled the influences from okay cool on it so awesome yeah. Well, here's our baby episode. Yeah. Sorry about so, that. Uh, coming up, uh, a very long episode. Kinda. Not really. It's, it's gonna, totally normal. It's gonna, <laughs> it's gonna merge into this episode, so you're yeah. gonna hear it right after this. Exactly. Yeah. So, hopefully we'll feel more... It's, we took a few weeks off after we lost the recording, because literally that was the first time it ever happened. Yeah. It was our first setback, so... Uh. Um, we just need some time. Of course, a lot of things happened around that. Yeah, Like, for in sure. anyone's life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, thanks, fucking retrograde. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so you can find Mercury's us. Mercury's in Gatorade. It's a Gatorade. Oh, we don't have to say, like, where they can find us right now. Okay. Because you're going to listen to the end of the episode, baby. Wasn't this the end? Uh, Wait, is this going into another? Is this yeah, going up to yeah. 20? Yeah. It is? Yeah. That's what we decided? I think so. Oh. Right? I don't know. What do you want to do? <laughs> We're here. Just because it's like 20 minutes long. Or, yeah. yeah. Okay. We can spend like 10 minutes on like stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. So that concludes episode 19. So this is now going to be episode 20. <laughs> Okay, now okay. you don't have to pause it. Okay. Let's just keep going. Okay. <laughs> It'll be slash 20. Okay. Um, so cool that we're at episode 20. Good job. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> so. Oh, no. Like I said, it's been a while since we got together. Um, what have you been listening to? <laughs> well, Marissa, I thought you would never ask. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Um, I've kind of been all over the place. Um, I recently got into Halsey, 
I'm really late to that fucking parade, but whatever. I didn't um, get anything about it, and then I think I heard one song, and I was like, all right, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I guess I'd have to give it another shot. Yeah, it's, I definitely, I was not ready for Halsey when Halsey came out. What's Halsey like? Um, it's like if you, if you had a um, sad Katy Perry. Sad Katy Perry. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what song did you listen to? Um, I listened to, so my favorite right now is Alone. Oh, and then cool. she just came out with one called Nightmare. Okay. Well, and she talks a lot about, like, herself as far as, like, struggles and stuff okay. as a person. Um, she has endometriosis. Oh. Which is, like, rough. Yeah, that's yeah. real. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, I appreciate you talking about these things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, you're human. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I got some singles for you. Hot singles. Hot singles. Cool. Uh, <laughs> it's hot singles in this area. Um, Great. <laughs> uh, one of them is Designs for You by Phantoms. It's an EDM bop. Oh. Um, and then another one is The Bomb by The Bucketheads, um, which sounds like a 90s bop. Ooh. And it, I think it is. I think it's from the 90s, actually. It sounds like it played in a Gap commercial at one point. Um, (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) And then another one is called Jelly Dream by Geometric Vision, and it's very gothy. Really? Yeah, it sounds like um, what what? Why can't I remember them right now? Uh, Ah, Susie Banshees. No. Um, (laughs) The Cure. The Smiths. Like new goth. New goth. What's that? New wave? No, like, no, that. I'm just here to make you mad. (laughs) You're succeeding. I should leave. (laughs) Please get out. So it's just you now. God, what are they? Drab Majesty. It's like that sound. Okay, yeah, yeah. And it was just that one song. I don't know if the rest of the. Yeah, like. Ethereal. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Yeah. Um. And, and everyone's nailing. And gone. last one, because I'm a meme fuck, um, Cool for the Summer by Demi Lovato. Um, when you listen to it, you'll know what I'm talking about. And you're probably going to text me and be like, you shithead. <laughs> so, a piece of actual trash. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know how to spell her name. D-E-M-I-L-O-V-A-T-O. No, okay. Oh. I was like, Lava-to. <laughs> Demi Lovato. You're She's close. Lava. Love a toe. Love a toe. Um, I haven't gotten into like actual albums recently. I just kind of been like hopping around. I get that. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I jumped too because I'm yeah. like I'm all over the place. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just like new things in my life. I'm like ah. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, that's cool. What about you, baby? Ugh. So, the song of the day for me is Why Must I Go On by King Dude. <laughs> and it's not it's not reflective of anything. Yeah, you just... <laughs> and, um... <laughs> no. Let's get, put the camera away. I wasn't winking. I'm perfectly fine. <laughs> it's just oh something God. I just really appreciate. It's just, like, this whimsical, sad folk. Yeah. It's just about, like... It's just King Dune's low yeah, ass voice is yeah. singing about different tales of people's strife. I am King Dude. <laughs> oh. Oh.
<laughs> no, uh, you'll, okay, so listen, King's you're going to know exactly. Yeah, you're going to know what we're doing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, super great, and it just reminds me of, like, sad sheet goes going yeah. about their day, like, why am I still going on? Mm-hmm. <laughs> me. Same. <laughs> Not that, like, I have a need to feel that way, it's just more so cathartic. He's yeah, like, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, and still in the bullshit Billy Eilish. Are you shaking my hand? Yeah. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you for I your service. <laughs> <laughs> but here's where the tea is. What's the tea? I don't like the remix of Justin Bieber. It's solely because I did Bad Guy. I'm sure y'all have heard he about that. He remixed Bad Guy? He's, yeah. You didn't see? There's like, it's really cute because like the picture is like of <sighs> Billy when she was younger. Uh-huh. I don't, I don't know, like, ten. Yeah. So not so long ago. <laughs> but, <Yeah>. like... <laughs> this is picture of her three years a, ago. <laughs> yeah. She was in a room of, like, pictures of Justin Bieber, like, plastered everywhere, mm-hmm. which I thought was really funny, because it reminded me of this picture of me holding a rose in the background that's just a pic- bunch of pictures of NSYNC. Yeah. So I feel like, in a sense, that song was made just to, like, for Billy to, like, get closer to this person she idolized, which is really cool. Yeah. But it's Halloween, like... Um, not in any way am I saying, mm-hmm. like, Billie Eilish is weak. It's oh, pretty no. fine. It's just, like, I felt like Justin Bieber could have contributed so much more... Oh, yeah. ...to the song. Yeah. Um, I, I, yeah. That's actually something that I thought about recently, because... So, the song Alone by Halsey, mm-hmm. um, the first time I heard it, there's... Um, I don't know who's rapping over the track. Yeah. But it added... When I listened to the song without, like, the other musicians in it, like... It's just one of those things where you start thinking, what did it even add? Yeah. Anyway. Right. Like, it was perfectly fine, and yeah. I thought he would at least add something. Yeah. Um, but it was just like, because I, I really liked her take on that album, because like if you think about it, it's like, um, I'm referencing when we all fall asleep, where do we go? Yeah. So it references a lot of just like, in my opinion, her forcing herself to do this for oh, her yeah. fans, uh-huh. and she feels like she's trying to like outweigh the cost of it, uh-huh. and so like it's a lot of that strife. Um, you know, I gotta sell my soul. I can't say no. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> and then there's Justin Bieber who just uh-huh. goes in and raps about his money and like all this shit. And it's just like I think yeah, you kind of miss the point there. So that's yeah. why I see it more so as like this was done for her because of like how she idolized him. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm looking so deep into that. I mean, but. but that's also like fair because like I mean he has been doing other shit too that just doesn't make sense. And like I don't challenging Maynard of Tool. Hello? Yeah, like I don't know if it's like him realizing that he doesn't have the attention anymore of like the music spotlight essentially yeah. or what or like if it's entitlement or like yeah nobody knows what he's doing like i don't know if he's just se. someone with a lot of money and he doesn't know what to do yeah with it. maybe because he just seems like he's kind of just going all these wrong directions yeah so i don't know not to be confused with one direction I, and you're gonna say you're gonna make a fucking joke <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, and I know that, especially for someone, because Justin Bieber's not an old person, like, for someone no. to be that young and... I think he's, like, my age. Yeah, to not even know what to do. Yeah. It's so... I don't know. Mm, yeah, it is, it is interesting. 
Um, but yeah, I don't know. That's all I have to say about that. Like, yeah, not much else. Um, what else did I listen to? There's this one band I just listened to yesterday that I really liked. It was a lot like it's um, where is it? Um, maybe I don't know. <laughs> Never mind. I don't know if this is the same one. Well, never mind. Okay. I can't find it right now. You're good. What else have I listened to? Well, I obviously listen to Chelsea Wolf like, a lot. <laughs> I've been listening to a lot. I've listened to things that, like, from my childhood, mostly, because I'm, I'm kind of a slut for musicals. Mm-hmm. I just don't tell anybody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, musicals and, like, I love soundtracks to movies. Mm-hmm. Um... So, musical-wise, it's Sweeney Todd. Yeah. <laughs> I'm into that. Fuck with that. Um, just kind of reminiscing, like, when I was younger, like, my friend told me, like, anything you listen to around, like, 13 or 14 is, like, in the formative years of your life and will reflect you to this day. And so, like, to look... I know. <laughs> the shit that I've dealt with at that age. Yeah. So, looking back and saying that, like... It, in a sense, like, I can see that mm-hmm. based off of, like, the things I still find comfort in. Yeah. Like that. So, yeah, was, uh, Sweeney Todd was one of them. And then the Juno soundtrack. Oh. And Across uh, across the Universe. Mm-hmm. I know y'all got tea on the Beatles, but I was, I was 13. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I think we all listen. Yeah. Listen, guys. I think we all... Or most of us. I don't want to generalize either. I think a lot of us. <laughs> I think 1% of us. Some of us. I think two of us. <laughs> um, no, but um, honestly, I think a lot of us went through like a Beatles phase. Yeah. And like, um, I think in some ways it's a good thing to go through a mm-hmm. Beatles phase because it's a very good introductory stepping stone into like everything else that exists out yes. there um and like and like marissa said we know you got the tea on the beatles we got the tea on the beatles too yes yes <laughs> but we're allowed to be 13 <laughs> yeah it's, it's definitely a time when we didn't know any better when yeah we were still using terrible words or not respecting other people yeah exactly yeah just being sure plain as rude yeah yeah um and then another thing um, as far as, like, releases, I was listening to is American Darkness is another track from Chelsea Wolf off her new album. Uh-huh. So, um, she released a video with that. Oh, okay, sick. The day, um, she released the song. Mm-hmm. It seemed pretty cool. I've just listened to it a few times. It has, like, in her, her video is, like, it's usually just her and, like, wild landscapes, it seems. Uh-huh. And this one was, like, a lot of different types of femme folks, like, oh, okay. um, singing parts of the lyrics. Yeah. Which was really cool. Yeah. So, hell yeah, Chelsea yeah. Wolf. Chelsea. Hell yeah. Chelsea. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, it's, it's that's the tea for me. Tea. <laughs> um, so we will not be reviewing an album. Obviously, since we just recommended this. Yeah. We didn't have time to, like, talk about yeah. the album we just recommended. Each other. Yeah. We were healing. Yeah. We really were. Right I quit there. my job, y'all. <laughs> Not because of this. No. I kind of wish I could do that. No, dude, like, I lost a podcast. I'm quitting. I got fired. Just kidding. <laughs> do what's best for y'all. Yeah. 
Don't do it because you you have to. It's not always worth the money. Like Exactly, yeah. It's only been a few days and I realized it was a really good decision. <laughs> so. Yeah. I was going to say yeah. you look way less stressed. Really? <laughs> yeah, oh, like you just shit. see physically on your oh, face. No. You look so much better. <laughs> the shit I had to deal with. And it wasn't anything that, you know, I love my coworkers. I love where it works. Uh-huh. It was just like. Other, a lot oh, of yeah, other, the other stuff. A lot yeah. of other things that I wasn't, was not compartmentalizing like I thought. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so, do you want to talk about the thing we came here to talk about? Yeah. Um, <laughs> hey, what's up, you guys? Time for the David Bowie section of this podcast. Um, so, today, it is a David Bowie podcast. So, today, it is a David Bowie podcast. Um, if you don't like David Bowie, that's cool. You can just turn it off, because that's... The rest of the podcast. But if you met him and you hate him, you have to tell us. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, (laughs) if he, like, spat in your drink or, like, bought you ice cream, you have to tell us. It's the law. Um, It's the law. It's the law. (laughs) Um, So, for those of you who may or may not have been living under a rock, (laughs) um, NASA recently celebrated their 50th anniversary of going to the moon. Which is really exciting. 50. 50 years since that happened. Half a century. Um... A week or two prior to that, in 1969, David Bowie released Space Oddity. So it's also the 50th anniversary of Space Oddity. My heart. Um, and I think that that's really cool that they kind of combined that with his song, even though the song was about existentialism. What and an honor, though. Ness is like, hey, we're going to take your song on, like, not figuring yourself out and exploring yourself, but we're going to do it for the moon. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> so here's your song for the moon. Like, going yeah. to that, ex- that David Bowie exhibit in Brooklyn and seeing that. I know. Um, I didn't even realize it. There's yeah. just something that you just come in the knowing, you know? Yeah, for like, sure. Like, hey, Space Oddity, good yeah. song. But to realize that, like, NASA... Um, really took that song when they... Oh, yeah. When, like, it was televised uh-huh. of on the moon landings, uh-huh. playing that song in the background. Yeah. If I was David Bowie, it would just melt into a puddle. <laughs> 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 well, like, well, there's there was a plaque there, which we were like, whoa, about. Yeah. Where, like, he, sing, he sang about the earth bl- being blue without even knowing the earth was blue. Yeah. Because this was literally... A couple weeks. And, like, nobody, like, no astronaut was like, hey, David Bowie, like. (laughs) Hey, I want you to put in your song. That the earth is blue. Please. That's the color you want. So it seems, like, nice and spooky and witchy. Yeah. (laughs) No, David Bowie just knows because he's a time lord. Oh, yeah, that's right. He's a witch. (laughs) (laughs) David Bowie is a witch. David Bowie is a witch. Yeah, I want the shirt. (laughs) (laughs) That's tea. That's tea, (laughs) sis. That's tea, sis. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> um, but yeah, um, that was a cool thing. Oh, um, there's a cool video on YouTube right now. Um, that so they obviously remastered the song because anytime there's an anniversary, they remaster the crap out of something that he did. And mm-hmm. um, the video shows footage from his Sound and Vision tour. Which if you didn't see Sound and Vision tour or the David Bowie exhibit, you probably never saw it at all. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it just, it was in the background when he was performing, basically. Oh my god. And so, like, I now didn't it's in video about form. That. Yeah. Like, that's so cool. The, when we saw that, that was the only time we could have seen it, like, wow. in person. Because well, that's cool that they shared that. 
I know. Yeah, because I never oh. thought I was going to see it again. Oh, my God. Yeah. They probably planned that since day one. Oh, they're like, all right, put this in time capsule. Maybe there will be some sort of thing where I oh, no. can show people well, like the rumor, years. The rumor <laughs> is, is that <clears throat> David Bowie had a laundry list of things to mm. be done after he died in the way that he wanted to be done. So, yeah. He would, though. Yeah. Obviously. With his own property. That. Yeah. Yeah. Which is smart. Like, you don't want mm-hmm. somebody to, like, take advantage of it or Definitely. anything. Definitely. So he had to okay, like, a lot of it. Do you think he thought of, like, how... Um, was it the Beatles got taken advantage of from Michael Jackson? What do you mean? Um, Michael Jackson bought the rights to the Beatles music, or was that? Well, um. They probably don't want something like that to happen. I didn't even know that that happened, but. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. (laughs) I mean, I don't doubt that, but because David Bowie and. Up until the 80s, didn't have full control of his own discography. Oh, that's right. Oh, that's scary. So, um, in the 90s, when he finally made his money back, he bought all of his proprietary rights back, essentially. And then, Mm -hmm. after that, he he had full ownership of his discography. But for a long time, he did not have control over anything done... Before he did Let's Dance, I think. Or something like, something crazy like that. Mm-hmm. Um, Man, that's crazy. Yeah. That's why there's all these, like, weird compilation albums that are not officially mm. his own compilation albums. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, oh sorry to reiterate on that. Um, Michael Jackson bought the publishing rights to the Beatles catalog. <laughs> so he could decide when they could post whatever or to who. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Um, Oof. Because him and Paul McCartney were friends. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, okay. So if you, yes, yeah, so if you own... <laughs> If you own the publishing rights, obviously, that means that anytime it is on TV, it's featured somewhere, you get royalties to, mm-hmm. so... So he gets, or his estate at this point gets royalties to what... So at the time, Michael Jackson <sighs> jokingly told Paul McCartney in, I think, the 80s that he's going to own his songs as a joke, and then... And then Paul McCartney was like... So he's like, ah, and then it started to become a thing, um, because I think somehow, like, a company owned the Beatles songs, kind of like how David Bowie didn't have. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah. The publishing company, ATV. Okay. Um, and it seems that he bought it. Uh Uh-huh. And... And Yoko Ono said, because uh, re- originally they approached her and was like, hey, John Lennon passed away. Do you want the rights to the Beatles songs? Mm-hmm. And she said no. She said no. And gave her, quote unquote, gave her blessing to Michael Jackson. So um, that's how he got him. Oh, my God. So. I can't even, like. That's pretty fucked up. Ooh, yeah. Like, just as an artist, you shouldn't do that. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I feel like... <laughs> they said... 
Um, <laughs> sorry. So, in uh, December 15th, 2015, Paul McCartney decided to file a termination notice for the Copyright Office, mm-hmm. and that's the first step required to get your publishing rights back to your songs. So, yeah, his estate was getting money for it, and, like, nothing was really happening with that. Well, no, because he was... <laughs> what but what he, did Paul McCartney since, think was going to happen? Because, um... I'm asking you, like, if we knew him in real life. Right. What well, did he okay. even think? Right. So, in, in this article, it says, in 1995, Jackson sold 50% of the ATV to Sony, which is, ATV is the publishing company, yeah. to Sony for $95 million. Jesus. Um, yeah, right. Um, so, today, Sony owns the rights to millions of songs from the Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Lady Gaga, and so forth. Mm-hmm. Because um, he still had half the share. From Sony, he was him. Yeah. Michael Jackson and Sony had the publishing rights to these artist songs. Isn't that crazy? So in twenty sixteen, Sony decided to pay. So let me go back on that. Sony decided to pay out Michael Jackson's share to get a full, oh, okay. like a hundred percent of the the publishing rights. Yeah, but that I mean meant they had to pay out seven hundred and fifty million dollars to get it. Oh my God, almost a billion. Right? Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> so, there's a little uh, sidestep for you, because I heard about that long ago. Mm-hmm. And now Disney and Amazon own everything. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> and now we just have the same problems, but it's a company. <laughs> and I cry. <laughs> oh my god, do I cry? <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so there's that. Would you like to talk about David Bowie? Because my heart hurts. <laughs> <laughs> my heart hurts. <laughs> My heart hurts every day, Marissa. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, I mean, that was kind of basically it. Was <laughs> like, question. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, it's pretty rare. It's the 50th anniversary of Space Oddity, though. Yeah, like, it's just, that's so crazy. That video that he did before he was, when he was basically a nobody. Oh, my God, his little, like... <sighs> It's just like a... Pre-David Bowie. It's like a YouTuber doing their best. Right? (laughs) And they love it. It's like if David Bowie was a YouTuber. Oh my god. And he made a song and he's like, here's my video, guys. He's like, take a listen. Hey, guys. Like, Like he spent all his money on... Yeah. He, like, spent all his money on, like, the sound quality and, like, the studio time to make that song, but none for the video quality. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, it looks like he's just in a desk chair, like, with, like, a fishbowl over his head, like... Across tile, <laughs> it's amazing, and it's, it's just, really good. And he he's just like he looks so young because he was he was he, he was, was baby he was baby mm-hmm. and he just like had this light in his eyes as he always did but like there was just something so magical oh no yeah video. like you can definitely see at what point in his career he's like I'm dead inside because yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. it just like in the, that time like he was just so like gung ho about trying to make it work mm-hmm. basically because um, he's a witch <laughs> and he willed it <laughs> okay he did that's yeah that's someone who willed there was a time when he thought he was into yeah but that was also a time he would only eat certain colored peppers oh no this was after oh there was you're saying there was a time he would yes he, he would only was eat a witch <laughs> He floated in the water. He never sank. Yes. <laughs> he 
can't sink David. But and he was afraid of the pool, so he wouldn't go in anyway. There was some evil in his I'm going off, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh We're talking about that witch thing. Yeah. <laughs> Last podcast I left it a thing on David Bowie, but I refuse to accept it because I just think he's so tender. No, so um I'm just gonna reiterate this story. Because yes. <laughs> I think it's a funny it's not funny. It's like It's interesting. It's just an interesting thing he did. Um so he Jesus Christ. <laughs> you act like you're talking about like someone you know personally. Because it feels like a personal story. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it feels like someone else told me and I was like, oh my god, he did what? Yeah, that's the tea. <laughs> like yeah. that's tea. So there was a time in David Bowie's career where he was so high out of his mind, he started to uh, really hallucinate and really think things were, like, after him or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's there's video documentation of this. There's a whole documentary. And it's evident in his songs, like, oh, what, like, Headspace oh, he was yeah. in, obviously. What albums was that? So that was, um, I think that was more so Diamond Dogs. <laughs> Which, yes. yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> if any of you know it's what really Diamond like Dogs is, it's, yeah. It's 1984, the musical. Um, <laughs> and <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> he just changed the names and things. Because it got rejected. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but he, so he did witchcraft in his pool in L.A. because he wanted to ward off evil things and specifically Jimmy Page specifically yeah because if you didn't know what jimmy page was doing back then it was like really horrendous shit Mm -hmm. so of course someone as tender as david boy would be like do not interact and (laughs) (laughs) interact. apparently uh his wife angela could vouch for all of this oh yeah yeah which is why when paranoia uh uh-huh which is why when people uh when people talk about like slanderous things about him essentially it's like yo that's not true because there's other people who like vouch for that it's like, true even it's like his... just him being like this person who has all this fame who can say whatever he wants. no yeah it's, it's literally like that's how it was and the fact that his ex-wife who like tatted out for him his whole life can yeah. vouch for him in that way like yeah. come on so <laughs> <laughs> and that's other tea yeah that's that's more tea that i don't want to get into but <laughs> It's, the tea is too hot, and I'm getting mad on the podcast again. So, because we already did this. Yes. So, um, yeah, so what about the pool in L.A.? Yeah, he tried to cast spells in the pool in L.A. to ward off evil things. And, and like, he would, like, he, like, wrote things in the pool and, like, whatever. And people were like, all right, David Bowie. Like, yeah, and Angela swore that, like, his face would completely change, like, when, anytime he was around the pool. Yeah. Um, he would just, like, he would just go even paler. Yeah. <laughs> somehow. You would just see right through him. Yeah. And at the time, <laughs> yeah. Well, at the time, also, like, he wasn't doing the best. Oh, no. Like, this was, like, form. this was right before he scooped up his little friend, Andy Pop, and yeah. went to Berlin. That's wild. To get clean. Yeah. Because um, they were both not doing so great. Yeah. He, apparently, if I remember correctly from last podcast on the left. He was talking about his fear of Jimmy Page. <laughs> yeah, because Jimmy Page was doing shit things. Apparently, like, liter- like literally, like, like he's putting a vials of vials of his urine in the fridge to drink later. Yeah. Uh, yeah. David, you were right. Yeah. <laughs> Cast that witch. Well, like, Jim, not only that, but, like, Jimmy Page, I don't know if you, 
I don't know if they went into that. Where he like locked an underage girl in his house. Trigger warning. Yeah, let's uh, skip five minutes ahead. Um, but he like yeah, he like locked an underage girl in his house and like wouldn't let her. He basically kidnapped her. And like, yeah, and like, because this is, this is a whole, uh, I'm going to get on a soapbox here real quick. Um, So when people talk about like David Bowie, like engaging with underage girls or whatever, it's just like not true. And the reason why they associate him with that is because, first of all, like lies out the Mm -hmm. ass. And secondly, because he knew Jimmy Page, even though it's like documented that like at one point he's like ah jimmy page no <laughs> like and, like so he's afraid like he would be if he was seen around him they would think that he was like him i think it was like he knew what he was doing and he was trying to like mm-hmm. cut him out mm-hmm. but because of how out of his mind he was like he didn't do it like a regular person mm-hmm. <laughs> did <laughs> he, he did witchcraft. He, he did witchcraft on jimmy page <laughs> Or, Same. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, like, it just, it's, there was just a lot of bad things happening, and, like, it was a good thing that he was like, come on, Iggy Pop, let's go to Berlin. And that like, was a good move. Not you? ever hang out with these people again. Yeah, I can't imagine the crazy shit you deal with with someone who thinks, like, they're better than everyone, and even God. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> to, know? like, do the things that... Jimmy Page did. Yeah. And, oh like, he even talks about how, like, he doesn't go into, like, the Jimmy Page thing specifically. I don't, I've never heard an interview or anything about it, because that's probably, like, a really hard thing to, like, yeah. wrap around your head if mm-hmm. you were around it. But, like, he, he talks about once how he's, like, you know, when you stop doing drugs, you lose friends real fast, mm-hmm. because that's how many people were using David Bowie. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. back then. Just for money, yeah. essentially. Mm-hmm. And so when he moved to Berlin and got clean, like, he's like, yeah, I had, like, no friends after that. Like, the yeah. only person he had was, like, Iggy Pop and, like, his best friend, who was also his assistant. That's all he had in his life. Well, and his son, so of bad. course, but, like, yeah, that's a whole other thing. But it's a, That's a hard time. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah. And, like, like I said, there's no, like, actual, like, he doesn't talk about it per se, like, it's not, that's, here's a sit-down interview about, like, the worst time of my life. Yeah, no, that's pretty personal. Yeah. Like, people shouldn't expect exactly. that from anybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, hi, welcome back if you were triggered. Yeah, I totally sorry. understand, sorry, that was a heavy <laughs> thing to get into. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, but yeah, that's, uh, I don't even know how we got, oh, because of the, the pool thing. Yeah. Okay, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it just, I mean, there's stories about him, like, I think I may have, like, said this on the podcast, I don't know, I know I've told the story a lot, but, like, how, like, in the Ziggy Stardust years, the drummer sent girls out to David Bowie's room, and, the like, drummer. the drummer of Ziggy Stardust and the Spiders from Mars, okay. and the story goes, is like, the girls came back down, and then David Bowie came down, like, after them, not, like, grunting after them but like you know after them in succession mm-hmm. and he went out to his drum and he's like yo if you ever do that again i'll like ruin your life oh. like it's like you will not have a career after this yeah because like that's insane yeah um 
Oh, in Labyrinth, he was supposed to kiss Sarah. Yeah. He was like, no, that's weird. Jim Henson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is. <laughs> like, I'm he not going to do like, that. <laughs> he was like late 30s, early 40s? He was like early 40s boy. Yeah. Yeah. Supposed to kiss a child? Yeah. Good on you, David, because yeah. we've heard some like weird shit. And oh, it, yeah. People are, ugh, people are weird. Yeah. So. Yeah. I'm mad. <laughs> Um, can you give me, like, a wholesome fact about David Bowie? Um, let's see. (laughs) I'm trying to think of what I haven't talked about yet. (laughs) (laughs) There's so much, though. I know, there is. What about, like, a Berlin fact? (laughs) (laughs) Like, not, not not a lot is known about what he did. Yeah. Um... Oh, his, um, okay, so, like, this isn't a fact. Maybe it is a fact. I don't know. Um, but, um, so he does sing a song about his time in Berlin, and it's on the album the next day, and it's called Where Are We Now? Mm-hmm. And it's really sweet and tender, and it's just, Aww. like, reminiscing about, like, you know, taking the train to this place and, like, uh, getting on the river and, like... What's it called again? Uh, Where Are We Now? And, like, it's just, like, really, like... Well, that ties into what you recommended me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. When, that's why in that documentary you watched when the guy was like, he never looks back. It's like... <laughs> yeah. Like, do you, did you even make music with him? What were you doing the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> he was a reminiscer. Yeah. <laughs> On the good times. <laughs> Baby boy. BB. Um, yeah. There's, yeah. His friendship with Iggy Pop's really sweet. Mm-hmm. So... Y'all should read about that. Yeah. Actually, I have a magazine where, like, Iggy Pop talks about <laughs> Hold on! Oh, hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> there's many a David there's Bowie thing. There's here. a lot of stories that are really sweet. I think it's this magazine. It's not. Hold on. Oh, my God! <laughs> you just threw it! I threw him. <laughs> no. Oh, it's oh, so the one up uh, up up there. Okay. <laughs> On the pedestal. Yeah, there's two. Is it this one? Maybe it is this one. Oh, this. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm looking through like five magazines right now. Yeah. Oh, here's a here's a cool quote from David Bowie as he was dying. Whoa. Um, <laughs> he said, "I can't, I, I can't stop it. I'm just creating and creating and creating." That's what he told somebody. He was making his last album. I want to cry. Do you remember when we saw his you notebook from Black Star? Oh my God. That was his little notebook that, that was he wild. Wrote. Yeah. It's his little drawings. It was a little black book. Yeah. And his little drawings Mm -hmm. and his hectic handwriting. Yeah, hectic ass handwriting (laughs) that he had. It's like, holy shit. Yeah, Yeah, so you can tell, like, it just keeps going and going. Yeah, like, he just, like, never stopped. David Bowie. Uh, Look at him, small. Very small. Very small. Big ears. 
That's a child. Oh, this is a picture of him um, <laughs> right before he told the band what wasn't good enough for him. At 16. <laughs> At 16. 16 years old. First instrument was a saxophone. <laughs> and that's pretty cool. Look at Trent Reznor oh, and David Bowie. The 1990s. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh my god. Goddess. I know. <laughs> Y'all, Iman's a fucking goddess. Yeah. <laughs> Actual angel. Yes. Oh my god. I meant that was like all high up. What, um. <laughs> so, like, there's this ridiculous fucking mannequin. It that... makes me laugh every it's time. It's so funny. It has, it's, he's like. The mannequin's, like, crouched down with one leg completely extended out to the side of it. Um, I don't know in, in any way you would be making that stance. <laughs> and then it, what outfit is it wearing? It's it's one of his cat suits where, like, um, so on the left arm and right leg, um, it's a full sleeve. Mm-hmm. And on the opposite side, it's, it's cut off. Like yeah, it's a- and it's when he had, like, his iconic red hair, right? Uh-huh. You all would know it. It was um, by Kanzai, right? Yeah. It was by Kanzai Yamamoto, which is, like, the time when they partnered up for a lot of that era of his life, making some wild stuff. Oh, babies. Because now we're just looking through a magazine. I'm trying to find (laughs) something and I can't. Just keep talking. I thought you would just know. I... uh, (laughs) (laughs) No, because it was, like, it must be a different magazine. Okay, so there's a magazine that has... (laughs) When we went to the Ren Fair, I was looking at, like, oh, you can make, like, a cast of your hands in wax. And I was like, I just wanted to do, like, Nick was like, I want to do the Laura Palmer hands. And I was like, that's basically Meanwhile. Yeah. Meanwhile, David Bowie's is the same. Because she's just doing this. Yeah. And it's just, like, the same thing. Yeah. (laughs) David did it first. (laughs) David did it first. David did it first. Laura Palmer didn't. That's merch. No. Oh my god. <laughs> David did it first. No, I could just say meanwhile with his hands. We out here, we're making merch. <laughs> we out here. It'll come out soonish. Nah, probably not. <laughs> I'm just saying that so you're surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, damn, okay. <laughs> no, you're the, the brains and everything. <laughs> I just like talk at you. <laughs> <laughs> and it was too loud. <laughs> I wish I had a cat suit. Like, who, who's going to make that stance at any given time? I guess only, I've only done that in yoga. <laughs> And I it's, only have done yoga. It's a few so times. ridiculous because of like how high up it was. So it's like he was centrally looking over his children. Yes, like you can't even get the best view of the outfit. Yeah, because they basically put it on top of a wall. Yeah, they really didn't want people to touch it. They didn't oh, want no. people to breathe on you it. Know. Yes, yes. There's so many outfits. I wasn't even overwhelmed, and we were there for like four and a half hours. It was amazing. <laughs> That's the longest I spend in anything. And I'll never see that mime video again. I love that mime video. <laughs> That's right, because we can't find it on YouTube. No. Oh my god. It'll come out soon. <laughs> It'll be a if DVD. you guys can find the video of Dave Boyd when he... Being a mime. Being a mime. And his, when he was younger, please <laughs> send it to us. 
I need that to be playing in the background at all times. The way he puts his fake mask in his pocket, and then he's sad? Excuse me? <laughs> he just took his face off, and he's a mime. <laughs> mm, God. You ain't have found it yet. No, it's Wait. a different magazine that I don't have here. What? There's a magazine... Yeah, it's at my parents' house. Um, what? There's more? There's I elsewhere. Have, I have one more. Um, <laughs> there's a magazine that ta- that has it was obviously after he died, but like it's um, all these like really nice journal not journal type excerpts, but like just like paragraphs and paragraphs of like mm-hmm. people talking about his time with him. Oh my god! And like, didn't we look up something like that? It was kind of like that, but yeah. it wasn't quite there. Um, I know that the one that like that caught people's eye was Iggy Pop because like he talked about that and he was like, um, he was just so super like grateful to like meet him mm-hmm. or like know him in person. Oh. And like he talked about how like the Berlin the time that he spent with him in Berlin was like the best years he ever had like at like a friendship type deal. I cannot imagine something so monumental in your life, and it was, you know, it happened two decades ago, mm-hmm. and it's only a memory. Yeah. The best part of your life. Yeah, for sure. That's a crisis. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's so. heavy. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to find a positive thing. <laughs> I had a dream I was in Germany yesterday. Oh, really? Last night. Oh. Yeah. It was a dream. It was um, a good time. Yeah, I... I lost all my luggage in my dream. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I was like, well, <laughs> and my passport well, and my ID. And I was like, all right, um, nothing. Yeah. <laughs> it was a stressful dream, and then I slept through my alarm. <laughs> yeah. It was pretty cool. <laughs> Not like I had anywhere to be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, well, a quote that I guess I can end this on. Mm-hmm. Um, is how, yeah, this how he said, I refuse to be thought of as mediocre, which is like big mood. Big mood, mm-hmm. Capricorn energy. Yeah. Big Capricorn energy. And I think we all should aim for that, to refuse to be thought of as anything less than or as equal to mediocre. It's very true. Something that I've been thinking about a lot as well is, um... Just never settle. Mm-hmm, exactly. And never compromise. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> you know, you got to do what's best for you. Exactly. And what you truly want to do. Mm-hmm. No matter how hard it is, you can make it work. It's just what what's most important is having that drive. Yeah. So there's sure. uh, some advice for you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh, this moon's a Leo. It makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God, his rising is... um. Aquarius, that makes a lot of sense. Aquarius is, okay, I'm just going to say, <laughs> Aquarius is in the beginning of the wheel. Like, I've already talked about this to you. Say, mm-hmm. consider, like, all the astrology signs. But this is for, like, everyone listening who doesn't know. Yeah. Consider this, um. This is Marissa's, uh, <laughs> talk now. <laughs> Hello. <laughs> he was born exactly at 9 a.m. What a witch. <laughs> so, um, like I said, so, oh, the beginning of the wheel. Think of it as the beginning of life. Mm-hmm. It starts with Aquarius. In the end of your life, you go through every stage, and that's every sign, all the way, and it ends on Pisces, which is, like, seen as, like, the all-knowing, the wise, Mm -hmm. um, 
the way one would handle a situation might be with more wisdom than someone who is an Aquarius. Mm -hmm. So, like, it seems a little more chaotic, and then it kind of tones down once you get to Pisces. Mm -hmm. So, to say that his rising is Aquarius, um, rising sign... Technically, it has to do with how you are, um, present yourself to the world. Yeah. So, it makes a lot of sense for someone like him. Like, he has the drive of being a Capricorn, of course. Um, that's someone who doesn't compromise, mm-hmm. is set in exactly what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, the moon sign is how you your emotions are perceived with yourself, I believe. Mm-hmm. And so, to have Leo, that's very, like, he holds himself to high standards. He has this uh, look of an ego. Mm-hmm. Then, Aquarius... Um, he seems, you know, to have the, always have new ideas, always mm-hmm. um, trying something new. So the fact that he has his rising, it doesn't allow him to be set in his ways from his sun sign being Capricorn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there's your um, astrology fix. And he was 5'10". <laughs> <laughs> he wasn't that tall. No, but he, he really, yeah. So at the exhibit, I don't know. I think it's because of how big of a personality he was. That I expected his suits to be like eight feet tall or some bullshit like that. Yeah. And so when you walk in, the first thing you su- you see is the Kansai Yamamoto. That's the black, with the stripes running through. Yeah, it. with like um down the legs. It's yeah. Like this um. It's almost like a flying scroll. It's very type. yeah. It's just like pinstripe. Yeah. To the form of it, and it's very mm-hmm. yeah. It's baby. Yeah, you walk in you're like holy shit. Seeing seeing just normal suits he'd wear. Uh-huh. Seeing how like. He was like a pencil. Like he was Yeah. <laughs> he wasn't he wasn't that tall, but like think, his presence like he seemed tall just because of like how skinny yeah. he was. And and I know that a lot of it had to do with like just the way he carried himself. Yes, too. exactly. So um He was a fucking moping around. Maybe on his know. free time and his own time. <laughs> he was, he, when he went out and there was people around, that was his stage. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he I don't think he actually opened up until, like, way later in life. That's like, a lot of shit. Honestly. Mm-hmm. So, and even then he didn't all the way open up, which is... No, weird. like, it's his life. Yeah, exactly. We don't need to know everything about it. Exactly. He needs yeah. that, yeah. Yeah. So there's that, friends. Never yeah. compromise. Look up your birth chart if you're lost on yourself, yeah. <laughs> And don't make any big changes in the retrograde unless your, your um, sign is ruled by Mercury. <laughs> That's the lesson here. And we'll see you next time. Also, all that, uh, just to, honestly, I don't know David Bowie. (laughs) So, like, all of this stuff is, like, just based on information and, like, evidence. Like, I don't know. Well, it's just that, like, you've gathered throughout Yeah, it just, it, it makes sense, like, that things would happen that way. With how much, like, obviously I can see you read, you've read a lot about him and you've, We've, you've seen a lot of his live yeah. performances, you listen to his music, you've seen interviews with him. So, based off of that, that's mm-hmm. how you're making the assumption of yeah, how yeah. it's he not is. It's not a baseless assumption. It's not like we mm-hmm. asked him how he was. Yeah. Like we're getting a fucking Ouija we didn't board. Go. We made his seance. <laughs> it, no. This is just an assumption. You're allowed to make assumptions, at least like that. If oh it's God, remember when we played Ashes to Ashes on, like... Oh, on the wrong speed? On the wrong speed. and like, it, was it, too was, scary. it wasn't right. Yeah, that wasn't cool. I felt really bad. I felt like we were summoning him. <laughs> I felt really bad for you. I felt like I needed to, like, hold you up to that. No, that was, like, because it started off cool, and you're like, okay. And then, like, as it kept going, you're like, oh, no. I wouldn't want to hear Black Star on the lower speed. 
I feel like that's it's too haunting already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, I feel like his voice inflections in that album are something else. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, obviously, it's probably what he's going for. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, that's because he wasn't strong either. Mm. Like, I, I think you all know what I mean when I say that, but, like... <laughs> yeah. Just... We're not, like, poor dude was insulting in him. He was, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was dying of cancer. Yeah. In yeah. all honesty. Yeah. So we're going to cry about that. We're going to try and end on a positive I know, note. and then we just totally... And then we just kept going. <laughs> so take care of yourself. You're feeling sad? Take care of your basic needs. Oh Drink water, take a shower, make sure you ate. And if you're still feeling it, self-care is the number yeah. one thing. But also, whatever you need to do to be- feel better for yourself. Whether mm-hmm. that's creating, drawing, sleeping, going on a walk. Do you, okay? Yeah. All, right. All right. So... You can find us. <laughs> you can find us everywhere. We're watching. Baby Judge. This is criminal. Criminal. Anyway, <laughs> um, you can find us on Instagram. Muses for the Masses is our thing. Um, Tumblr's still kind of a work in progress. You know, <laughs> we might. We might, we might not. <laughs> so we're la- okay. Just heads up, we're launching a website soon. And I told a couple of people that, and they were, like, really psyched because it creates, like, mm-hmm. a center to branch out on yeah, to so find things. Shortly, we can just refer you to the website. Yeah. Which is really cool. Things mm-hmm. are happening. Like, yeah. We've been doing 20 episodes, and I feel like, well, that's pretty serious. Yeah. <laughs> so, and we plan to keep this going, you know, forever, basically. Yeah. And you never know what will come of that. So, yeah. um, eventually you will find us on our website. But it's mm-hmm. still, again, under construction of all yeah. that. So, for now, Instagram. You can find our podcast on CastBox, Spotify, and iTunes. If you've met David Bowie, for the love of God, please tell us. Please. And then we'll make an episode about us. We'll be able to know. Send us things, guys. Yeah, it'll be lovely. We'll, we'll read them. We just want time. mail. Yeah. Please? Please? <laughs> <laughs> um, that's all I have to say, so... Yeah. You can also listen to the playlist uh, for each episode on Spotify for now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening. Thanks for dealing with our little blip. We're learning a lot. Like, I'm mm-hmm. recording this on my phone, just in case. Yeah. 